What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Anchor Point Podcast. Today's episode is going to be brought to you by Mystery Ranch. Oh, yeah. Mystery Ranch, the finest load-bearing essentials in the world. And then not only are they known for their fire packs, the most comfortable and well-built fire packs that are out there in the game, but they're also known for every load-bearing essential that you guys could imagine. So if you guys are into hunting, they've got a solution for you. Backpacking, they've got a solution for you. Traveling, they got that. You guys need some EDC stuff. They got that handled too. Hell, they even make briefcases. Yeah. So if you guys need something to uh, throw all of your uh, essentials in and throw under the backseat of your engine or a hotel bag to throw all of your uh, toothpaste and accoutrements in for, uh, you know, getting off the buggy, definitely check them out. And you can check them out over at www.mysteryranch.com. Also, they give back to the community too, actually. Um, they, uh, they've started, uh, well, they actually have been paired with the Smoky Generation for quite some time now, and they help uh, facilitate some of those grants out there for you folks in the field. Also, they are starting the Backbone series, which is basically kind of like a, I guess it would be like a documentary of sorts as to uh, what 1039 employees go through. Uh, also, your permanent seasonal staff and your permanent staff. So it's going to be a pretty cool project, and I'm super stoked to be working with these folks on that. And you can check them out uh, on their Instagram at Mystery Ranch or also check out their website, www.mysteryranch.com. And another sponsor of the show is going to be Hotshot Brewery. Oh yeah, our premier coffee sponsor for the Anchor Point Podcast. And what is Hotshot Brewery, you ask? Well, they make kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause. A portion of their proceeds goes back to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation, which is pretty awesome if you ask me. What else do they have? Well, they have a full line of apparel to help support that firefighter culture. And they have every tool of the trade to get your morning started right. And what else do they got? Well, they got our stuff as well. They support the Anchor Point, Pop, Anchor Point Podcast by slinging our merch. So if you go to www.hotshotbrewery.com, you can uh, check out their full line of apparel, their full line of coffee. I'd recommend the uh, Spotfire or the Sawdust Blend. And they got all the tools of the trade. And look over into the very right hand corner of the uh, the uh, landing page there you can see a tap section that's where you can get some of your anchor point podcast merch so once again www.hotshotbrewery.com go get you some kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause and last but not least we are brought to you by the smoky generation aka the American wildfire experience. And what is that you ask? Well, it's a digital collection of stories dating all the way back to the 1940s about wildland firefighting here in North America. You got stories from Canada, you got stories from the United States. It's pretty kick-ass. It's a good little lessons learned center and uh, it's a good little archive of uh, some stories from hotshot soup, smoke jumpers, and just everyday folks in the field. Uh, I definitely recommend checking it out. But Bethany's got a kick-ass organization over there and uh, she gives back to the community. And the way she does that is she uh, has paired up with Mystery Ranch and Water Axe Pumps to facilitate some $500 grants for you folks in the field. And if you guys happen to be a writer, a blogger, a cinematographer, a photographer, anybody who happens to be telling the story of wildland firefighting, well, you might be in luck. So go to www.wildfireexperience.org and check them out. You might as, uh, might as well check out some of the stories that they have on there. And if you got a chance, apply for one of those grants. 
check them out. And once again, that is www.wildfireexperience.org. and opinions of this podcast do not reflect the views and opinions of the United States government, the Department of the Interior, the Department of Defense, the Department of Agriculture, the United States Forest Service, the Bureau of Land Management, National Park Service, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, or any private, municipal, county, or state firefighting organization, any law enforcement agency, any medical provider, or any contractor employed by any federal agency. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast. So today we're going to talk about boots and why it's important to get a quality pair of boots. And no other uh, person came to mind as far as getting some uh, good expert insider information as well, the folks from JK Boots. So today on the show, we've got Will and Tim from JK Boots, some of the finest boot makers in the game, and they exclusively specialize in custom fire boots well and you know pretty much boots in general but they make some kick-ass fire boots and we're going to talk about care we're going to talk about maintenance we're going to talk about sizing we're going to talk about construction we're going to talk about everything regarding boots that you guys need to know so do yourselves a favor and share this with some friends uh, especially those uh, people that are just now getting into the game as far as wildland firefighting because we all know at least the people that are a little bit experienced in the game know that happy feet equal happy you especially when you're on your feet so damn much so ladies and gentlemen without further ado i've got will and tim from jk boots welcome to the anchor point all right there we go all right man you ready to send it yeah all right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast. And today, returning on the show, I've got Will and Tim from JK Boots, my good friends and builders of some epic fire boots. What's going on, guys? What's up, man? What's up, man? It's good to be back. Not much. Not much. It is good to be back. Good to see you guys again. How you guys uh, been holding up? <laughs> really good. Really well. Just staying busy and going through this powering through yeah this, this whole covid thing's kind of got everybody uh just in a slight panic a little bit yeah but no big deal so let's talk boots man so uh I've, i mean it's that time of season right where you guys are probably getting a, a ton of rebuilds in and uh probably getting a ton of new orders in for our fire folks out there so how's business uh honestly really good um just doing well you know more of the same things just keeping doing a good job um and you know we do a good job for someone they tell their friend and and it's it's like that so just more of the same things and still just us still just a you know family shop mom and pop shop and just doing the best that we can so just more of the same things that's awesome man i saw your guys' story on the uh you guys posted a story that you guys were highlighted on the news so tell us yeah. about that, man. How, that's pretty yeah. cool. You guys got highlighted by uh, the local news there. Yeah, yeah. I was just sitting one night uh, just watching, you know, the news and they had this Made in Washington segment. I was like, hey, let's let's get on there. So we reached out to them. They were super excited about it because, uh, yeah, they just came out, you know, took a bunch of footage uh, 
found out a little bit about us and put us up on the on on TV. It was, it was pretty cool. It was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And it's cool to see that too. Like a you know American business. You guys are like basically the American quintessential American dream. You know, you know your dad who started the whole business. He uh, immigrated to the United States and started this business. And now look at you guys. Just like a family run organization, and you're just exactly. building, building awesome boots, man. It's cool. It, it is, is cool. It's yeah. awesome. It is super cool. proud to be a part of that. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. So let's talk boots. Uh, it's like I said, uh, it's that time of the year where you got to get your boots dialed in. So let's uh, just, just head it off with uh, breaking. Let's let's talk about breaking in some boots. Yeah, sure. You know, um, we kind of have like a just across the board, we always have the same you know answer when guys ask us about breaking. And I don't believe that you have to do any kind of, you know, weird thing where you soak your boots in water or fill them full of, you know, hot water and then walk them out dry or, you know, whatever weird techniques. If, if you're doing that, I feel like something's actually wrong with the boots and then that's not, not correct. So what we always tell our guys is just, just wear them. They're supposed to feel good and fit good out of the box. I mean, you know, they might be a little stiff and they need some flexing up, but they shouldn't be this whole, you know, three, four week painful thing where you're getting blisters and stuff. There's one tip that I sometimes recommend just because the leather is thick. Um, you can kind of oil up the ankle area, just like where that, you know, flex points are on the outside and the inside a little bit, just with some, you know, light leather oil, anything works if you've got it. And that'll just kind of help soften them up. But aside from that, I don't think the soaking in water thing is good at all. I've heard some guys throw their boots in the oven. That's a bad idea too. Super bad idea. You know, so just, I get it's like old wives tales or whatever, but, um, yeah, that's just dumb. Don't, don't, don't do that. You will ruin your boots. And, and it's just, it's just off. If you, like I said, if you're going through that, I think something's wrong with the boots. Yeah. Either they're, you know, the wrong size or they just don't fit your form, the the form of your foot. But that's one thing that you guys specialize in is custom boots. Like that's That's like, that's like your, your claim to fame and pretty much a majority of your boots builds are custom. It's not necessarily like an off the shelf kind of uh, build. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a finger print man everyone's fingerprint is different like no two feet are the same like you know that's just one thing that i think our culture got used to is uh really just mass manufactured boots and uh you know it's kind of like a putting your foot in a bucket if it fits good if it doesn't you get a bigger bucket but that's not a way to wear proper footwear especially i mean these are on your feet more than probably more than more time than they're not so it sucks when you have a pair of boots that doesn't fit your eyes so you're right that is what we do specialize in we see that all the time yeah Totally. That's yeah. hundred percent. So like name some of the like myths and misconceptions regarding boots. I mean, you guys have probably heard it all considering you're on basically the front lines of building these things. So what are some common myths and misconceptions that you guys commonly see? Um, I'd say off the top of my head, the first thing being would be that the whole where you have to, you know, wear them for like three weeks before you can hike in them. That's the first thing I hear. Um, like, like I said, if, if you're putting them on and they just feel like terrible from the get-go, then that's already going in the wrong direction. You're just going to go through unnecessary hurt and pain to get them right. Um, they should feel good off the bat. Uh, i say another common misconception I hear is like, um, you know, the having a classic, you know, a little bit of a taller heel on there with an arch is like, you know, very bad and comfortable and, and it's, you know, it's, um, you know, not right for your foot. We don't really see that a lot. We actually yeah. see that, um, they help, it actually helps your body. I've seen many guys, even just like local, like our local Spokane guys who yeah. welders, fabricators, mechanics, all this stuff, you know, they're on their feet, like for like 16 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And if they have a good arch and heel support, like their bodies don't hurt, their backs don't hurt, their knees don't hurt. Um, and it just feels good. You know, not everybody needs that classic arch and heel. Some people need the low heel and the low arch, which we do all the time. 
But um, across the board, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. You know, your body is an art support. There's a lot of bones in your feet and, you know, you got to fit the right way. Otherwise, your whole body's off. Um, those are some of the things that I hear. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know, Will, if you can. Nothing's highlighting, man. Yeah. I'm going to make something up. Nothing comes to mind right now. Those are like the two probably main things yeah. that I've heard. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's probably just off the top of my head. I got you, man. Yeah. I know there's like a, especially when you touched on the, uh, the uh, break in period of it too. And it's like, there's so many old wives tales. Like you guys were saying, like, like in an earlier episode that we did our first episode that we did together, like someone suggested that, I guess there's soup or something like that. I can't tell if they're messing with them or something like that, but they're telling them to uh, urinate on their boots and then wear them. <laughs> it's like, what nice. is this? Come on. No, guys. no, do that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> if they're not JKs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, don't do that. It's a bad idea at all. Yeah. Oh man, that's funny though, man. No, I've never. That's the first for me. Yeah. No, we we get all that kind of stuff all the time. Or like another one that just came to me is a lot of times people will do stuff like they'll like pour oil into the boots, like inside. You know. Yeah. That's just a, there's no like I don't know where that ever came from. Like that's just not a good idea. You know. I just never that never don't ever do that. Like that's really really bad. Yeah. You know. And I always tell people like call if you have questions call us, like email us, DM us. Like, you know, I get it that it's kind of a rare thing, you know, handmade boots aren't that common in the world today. And just ask, you know, it's like, we do the best to our ability to answer all the questions that we can. So that's like really open, open line, always ask questions. And we try to put out content so people can see and they can be like, okay, Hey, do this, don't do this. You know? So it's just kind of the culture thing. Nice, man. Yeah. And I know you guys put out a lot of good educational, like very informative stuff on your Instagram. So, and you can find those, these guys over at just at JK boots on the old Instagram. And do you guys have yeah. Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff too? Yeah. Uh, Facebook, um, YouTube, no Twitter. We're not really doing Twitter right now. Neither am I. It's kind of like yeah. one of those back burner things that I got going on. No reason. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. We just haven't gotten to it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys starting to like a YouTuber or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, we started a YouTube channel, uh, so we're putting out. We wanted to have a little different spin too, so we want to have people just kind of stay tuned and watch it and see how it kind of comes out. But it's going to be different, a little different than Instagram, different content. Yeah, uh, it's, I think it's going to be really interesting. People yeah. are really going to like it. Yeah. Awesome. Man. Well, I know that the uh, guys and girls out there in the fire community will certainly appreciate that. Like I said, you guys can, you can learn a lot of stuff just off the content that you guys are putting out on your social media. But for the folks that are listening right now, I mean, what's, what is the prime? I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to like sell yourself here. <laughs> Shameless plug for JK boots, which I'm a huge fan of you guys. Don't get me wrong, but why JK boots? Like what is the quintessential thing that sets JK apart from the rest? Uh, I, I would say just, you know, the quality. We, we keep coming back to that. We, we take care of every detail that we do, um, starting off with every, every customer to getting the fit down to the boots itself. You know, these are handmade boots, so you got to be on it all the time. This isn't just something you pop into an oven and it comes out. You, you're you're hand-making these things, so we're talking cutting, stitching, you know, bottoming, you're hammering nails, you're gluing, all of this stuff. There's so many details that once it's finished on the outside, you know, you might have three boots that look all the same, like three different companies that look the same. But when you look on the, what's happening on the inside of the boots and how long they last, that's where we really stand yeah, out for sure. That's one thing we really pride ourselves in. And, you know, our, our kind of goal here is to just do a great job. And you know, we love 
our company. We're, we're in here long term. We're here to stay. And we love just the way we do things. And it's kind of like slow and steady growth. You know, we're not out to do super, super, something super, super, you know, crazy. We just, we really love our brand. We love our, it's, it's a family thing too. So we just kind of stick with it and we're growing as, as organically as possible, just as people find out about us and, you know, we're able to handle that, that work too. So that's kind of what really, I think in my opinion, sets us apart, not the same thing bad about the other guys, but I think that's what really sets us apart. I would say the same things. Um, we are comp- like, we like being the best. I just, everything we do, we want to do the best job possible. So it's, it's like a hard thing. Plus it's our dad's name, you know, JK, that's my dad's initials, John Cosby. So it's like personal. Uh, it's an honor thing. We want to be the best that we can at what we do because we love our dad and we love what he started and we just want to continue that. And the goal is definitely not to be this, some sort of fancy schmancy thing, but just to, just to be the best and whatever that looks like, that's what we want to do. Um, and so we're really picky and, and we care and it comes from our heart and yeah, I mean, technical things, you know, I would say, I really feel like we truly do have the best product out there, you know, can't ever say a bad thing about anybody, but just from what I've seen with wear, um, with comfort, with longevity, with fit, you know, from what the, what the feedback is of our guys and from, um, you know, how someone will be wearing boots for, you know, they're out there for a year and a half, two years, you know, fighting fire. And, you know, they send them back to us for repairs and I just see them after going through crazy, you know, the world's toughest conditions. And it just feels good to see that we're building a product that's lasting and that's yeah. good. And, and guys are so happy. And it really is like, it really is money makers. You know, they, people use that term a lot. The, the firefighters use that term. It's really true because if your feet aren't, aren't good out there, if you're having problems, I mean, I don't know how you can, you know, hike for 21 days out yeah. fighting fire in the middle of nowhere, you know, you can't. No, you just can't. So. You just can't. Yeah. There's no, like two, no two ways around it. Really. I mean, if you have happy feet, the, the rest of your body is going to be happy and you don't have to worry about your feet hurting or your knees hurting or yeah. your back hurting or anything like that. It just makes your yeah. whole operation just that much better. Yeah. And, and because of that, we're so picky of like our material, the leather that we, that we use, what comes in, you know, we send stuff back if we don't like it, you know, like we're very, very picky about that. And throughout the whole building process, we don't cut corners. You know, we like to take our time, make sure it's good. Um, double check our work. Like it's, it's personal. Like we really go above and beyond. And I think our build style is also amazing just from what I've seen, the way that we put them together. Um, I don't see any other boots lasting as long as ours do. And so that's just from our dad from, because he's a genius boot maker and just from everything we know he taught us. Nice. Plus we, and, and to add to that too, we, we did, we have done in the past and still do, um, repairs. We, we get to see a lot of different boots and yeah. shoes out there. You know, yeah. when you take them apart, you're fixing something, a sole, whatever we actually did. We have a shoe repair department here too, but, um, for for the local guys and, but you know, we get to see how they're made. And there's so much, there's so many different things out there. And, you know, like, like Tim said, based on all of that, what we've seen, these things, I mean, I don't see, I've never seen a better build than this. That's why we keep doing it and we stick with it. And that's why we are where we are right now. And I think it's just going to continue. 100%. 100%. Yeah. That's awesome, man. It's important to have a pride and work like that too, you know, and it translates to the quality of your boots. That's, that's yeah, super totally. important, man. Yeah, so yeah. speaking of construction techniques and all the materials that you guys are using, let's talk about that. Like what is your boot made out of? Like what are some specialty products that you guys throw into your boots to make them stand apart from the rest? 
Yeah. For sure. So we start with uh, <clears throat> the leather. Super important. We use only leather that is right here in the U.S. That's super, super important. And we're talking all the pieces we're, uh, from the from the uppers, the vamps, the liners, the insoles, midsoles, the counters, all that stuff. It's the best grade, the best quality stuff. So that's what super, super important. Once you start there, you have a really good foundation to build on. So we use a really nice, thick leather. It's a eight, eight and a half ounce uh, oil tan leather. It's really, really nice stuff. And then from that, we use, um, you know, for, for the, for the fire guys, we use the, uh, Technora thread. It's fire resistant, resistant up to 900 degrees. I mean, it's like almost no melting. It has point. no melting point. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's, it's crazy strong. It's like iron, you know, in thread. So it's really good stuff. Um, and it's NFP rated. That's super important. And then, uh, soles, we use Vibram soles. Um, you know, that's world, pretty much leading in my opinion brand yeah they last a long time they're just really good um everything else uh construction wise you know we do i think tim can take on from from the no yeah side. To- totally what he said so everything we source from the u.s that's the, yeah. the, where we start out and i don't even think i've ever seen as thick a leather anywhere else like ever you yeah. know for anything like the what, what we use in the quality too but and then in terms of construction so um just from you know from what our dad taught us and his design he kind of mastered it just from all of his years of experience and put it together and, and he obviously he taught us and so the way that we do it we last our boots in a particular way so that's like when we stretch the leather over the mold that they don't stretch out and lose their form and shape after a season i've Super seen that a lot um boots will come back you know not our boots um and they'll be stretched out and lost their form and shape and they're just like not comfortable anymore because they just weren't properly lasted and that's the term that we use when we're you know from the beginning when we're stretching the leather over the mold of the guy's foot and so that's a huge deal. We last it correctly. We get the full stretch out of the leather in the beginning, not the end. So as the guy's wearing the boots, there's nothing left for the leather to lose its form and shape. Um, and then like with bottoming, bottoming is a term that, um, that that thick leather midsole in there, it's when that leather midsole attaches to the rest of the boot. You know, we do two rows, not just one. Um, the nails are thick, you know, iron nails. They clinch inside, meaning they, they hit the steel plate of the bottom of the mold. They curl back up inside. You know, they're locked in there. They're not going to just pop out or something. You you know, our, our boots literally have no synthetic material. There's no carton. There's no plastic. There's, there's not even any metal. You know, the only thing we have is rubber, glue, and leather, you know, so it's just amazing. And they're just going from there, you know, same thing, heels, nailed by hand, clinched nails, iron nails, thick stuff, you know, stitched two rows through and stitched on the inside, you know, and it's just like, like every, every bit of it is like methodical and thought about and the whole process is, it's awesome. It's cool. And just cause we do it every day, we get used to it. But if, if, if you were to step away and come back and see what it is, it's just like, wow, it blows your mind how much time and thought goes into it. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And they also have to be built with the idea of being able to be taken apart piece by piece too. That's super important because since they're such a quality build, the design is that you can actually resole them. You can take off the sole, peel yeah. it off and then put a new one on and have it keep going. So that is super important. They were designed in a way that literally you can take off or just let's, let's just say you need new heels. You can take off the heels separately, change it, adjust it a little bit. That's why they're so versatile. You can, heck, you can on your resole, you know, you can lower the heel a little bit if you yeah. want to. You know, yeah. that's something that's we were really, really seeing right now is popular. A lot of guys are like, hey, I want to try a, a lower heel. You know, so we'll bring it down on the resole, and you know what? They love it. 
That's awesome, yeah. man. So I didn't know. I mean, the, the, you, your boots are completely rebuildable. So like the leather upper, the soles, everything, everything is just yeah. built to last. So this is arguably the last pair of boots you'll ever need because you could just rebuild yeah. them so many times, right? So that's true. I see that all the time. Is yeah. Guys will come in, get them for the first time, and then they'll just buy a second pair, a third pair, and they're like, I'm never going back. We have that all the time. Yeah. All the time. Or it's like once you try a pair of handmade boots, it's like you can't you can't go back to get like just regular store-bought boots because the difference is so vast. So mm-hmm. we see that a lot. And a lot of our like lo- uh, local guys, all of our customers, <clears throat> they have more than one set because they like to specialize them for different things. So they like a set for fire and like a set for wintertime that's insulated or something like that. So we see that a lot. That's why we keep all of our, our measurements and patterns and everything for every guy because it's almost a guarantee that they're going to have more than one pair because they do different things throughout their throughout the year. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. You're just saying that you guys keep your measurement information for returning Absolutely. customers? For every single person, guy or girl that I've ever worked with ever, we keep all of their patterns and measurements on file. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I didn't know you guys did that. I mean, do you guys just keep it like old school paper style or do you guys scan them to like a PDF? I mean, that seems like a lot of paper. <laughs> yeah, I actually, actually, actually do a bit of both. Um, sometimes that one way, sometimes the other way. If it's like a lot of, lot of stuff that I can't put into words or I can't file, you know, then yeah, we have an old school filing cabinet. But yeah, a little bit of both, yeah. Gotcha. So you guys covered the uh, custom boot kind of thing uh, pretty extensively right there. Do you guys also do like off the shelf kind of boots? We have, we have sizes that, so like we have sizes that are really, really common that we see a lot. So like, um, there's a lot of guys out there that just have a very simple foot. They don't have any kind of issues or problems. And so we have like lengths six through 14 and then widths triple A through triple F in three different toe shapes. So it's like 360 different possible sizes. And so we like to stock, um, at least one of each. And so those are just really common. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that a large portion of guys will fit into one of those specific ones because it is still considered a custom build, even though it's pre-made because it's not just like a size 10 or something, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a nine and a half in this width with this length of arch with this toe shape. So it is really specific. So we do keep some of those for the guys that just sometimes guys call be like, Hey, I don't need anything custom. I just want a pair to go. I know I have simple feet. Just give me the best possible fitting size that you have. No problem. And we keep some of those. But um, every single guy that orders a pair of boots, I take the time to either talk to them, see what they need, or look at their fit sheet and see what fits them best. And a lot of times the case is like, hey, man, I could get you a pair off the shelf, but I don't think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. I think that we should build you a set instead because I think you'll actually suffer more with just a pair off the shelf. And so it's just a judgment call. And that's based on us, what we think is right for the guy. And so, yeah, so every customer gets that custom fit experience, but not every single guy needs a 100% custom fit, if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And I understand with a custom fit, uh, you guys have done some work for uh, people people with uh, disabilities, like physical disabilities, uh, like, I guess, amputees, stuff like that. And like, tell us about that. That's pretty damn cool. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that one's a a more tough one. Definitely. Um, you know, we, one we did a a while ago was for, for, uh, a vet who had half of his foot actually just amputated. Uh, and that was a pretty tough one. We had to do some custom work for that, but that was amazing. That, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing how it turned out. But uh, you know, we we did it. My dad was really, really hands on on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're having a, you know another one. Sometimes guys will have like a, a brace or something, or just need something really, really strange that 
they come in, they're like, dude, I've been everywhere. Um, some people will fly in from really far away. Oh, yeah, that's really true. Yeah. They say they've been everywhere and they yeah. just, nothing else can do it. And so at that point, I don't even know what, what we are. Are we a boot company or, or orthopedic yeah. specialist? You know, I don't even know. So We've, we haven't yeah. even gone into that arena, but so many people come in. Yeah. And they're paying thousands and thousands of dollars for um, – you know, the braces and, and synthetic or, you know, all yeah. this other stuff, probably. but they come in, we'll get them a pair of boots and it's tough. It is expensive because, you know, but it's not anything close to what they're, they're paying or their insurance is paying. Yeah. And, and then the, the stuff, stuff that they get anywhere else just doesn't work. And like, we get a lot of the cases that they've been rejected by everybody else, but like we're, we're the last hope for them. And so we do a lot of that kind of stuff. Like one off the top of my head is this guy had something called Halix Vargas and it's where your toes Instead of growing straight, they grow like your left foot, your toes will grow left outwards and your right foot, they'll grow right outwards. And so that was like when I was like a little kid, I remember. And my dad is the one who did that. And that was just like, that was crazy. I just remember him watching him work on that. And that was just like, wow, like that's shocking. Same thing, the guy with the half the foot, that was, that was unreal. Like I've no, like that's unheard of. And my dad's the one that did that. And it was just, it was just, I was unreal how he did the patterns, the molds. It was, it was crazy. Uh, We get that kind of stuff all the time, all the time. A lot of people who, just like you said, like broke their feet in weird places and it grew back incorrectly and their foot's yeah. all disformed and all this stuff. And they literally, they literally cannot wear anything else, but the thing that you can make them like, it's just crazy. Yeah. We do that all the time. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's, and that's another reason why to go custom too. In case you got funky feet or yeah. you got something going on with your feet. Yeah. Hit these guys up. That's definitely for sure. So let's talk about, uh, the rebuild process. I saw a story that you guys posted on your old, uh, IG the other day with, uh, I believe that was probably an Alta hot shot because they were super high, <laughs> Yeah, super high I think, calf. I think it was a lone, lone peak. Lone, lone peak. peak. Yeah. 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 Lone yeah. peak. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to lone peak. <laughs> Uh, yeah, tell us about that, man. So that was a rebuild process and it looked like he said, he said he had two years on it, on those. Yeah, I think it was. So it was a 16 inch tall set. It was, he had them for a year and a half and he was just sending them back in for a resold. So we were just changing the treads, but yeah, what we typically see with the whole repair rebuild process is, um, if you're wearing them every day, uh, in tough conditions, long hours, you'll wear them for about, I want to say a year and a half. Um, so you need to get treads, new treads, just because the, the rubber wears out, the soles wear out. So you send them back. We resold them. They usually take about two weeks, sometimes less. And then uh, you can wear them again for another year, about a year and a half. If, like I said, if you wear them every day in tough conditions, and then you resold them again. And then if you take good enough care of them, you're oiling them monthly. You know, you're looking out, making sure that they're not, you know, getting destroyed in mud, trying to keep them clean. You should be able to get three resoles before your first rebuild. And a rebuild is like literally when we tear the whole boot apart and the only thing that remains is that upper that wraps around your calf. And then we sew on a new toe, a new heel, you know, relast them. Everything is brand new. So the only part that's original is the, uh, is the upper. So like a resole is all like changing the tread on your truck, but a rebuild is like, you know, doing a new engine. So, um, those are it's kind of a major difference there. And so you're rebuilding about every three and a half years, approximately, you know, depending how crazy you are on them and depending on how well you take that's care of them. Pretty crazy. Yeah. That's if you're pretty crazy. Yeah. And also, you know, what I've seen is guys will destroy their boots because they don't take care of them. And so that's a big one. So, you know, they're having to rebuild a lot sooner than they should have if they were taking care of them. So that's approximately what we see. And then you can do that process about two or three times where you're, you know, doing the two, three resoles and a rebuild. So the life of the uppers, that part that wraps around your calf, you should get, you know, if you take good care of them, you know, seven to 10 years. 
that's pretty damn good. I mean, what was impressive to me too is obviously this guy uh, who sent in his boots. He took good care of his boots because they looked like they were out of the box. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that. I mean, he's a hotshot. He's obviously working his ass off in them, but yeah. they still looked brand new, which was impressive yeah. to me. The toes weren't caved in. There wasn't like yeah. raw spots on the uh, the yeah. arch or not the arch, but the uh, heel portion of it. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. cool, man. Yeah, we see that a lot actually. Um, not he's not the only one. We get a lot of boots back for repairs and stuff. Obviously, some of them are a lot worse than others, just because you know someone forgot to oil, whatever. Um, but we see that a lot. You know, I've seen other stuff come in that's not ours, and it's like a year and a half went by, and they're totally gone. Um, ours will come back a year and a half or so went by. They still look really, really good. They just need fresh treads, some polish, some shine, and they're out the door, ready to go. So yeah, we see that a lot. And those are your honey inlanders, right? That's like your go-to fire boot. Uh, it's. I don't know if I would say it's our go-to fire boot. It's a popular, it's a popular one. one, yeah. Popular one, yeah. Popular okay. one. yeah. The, the black soul and the honey soul are both really popular, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. I like the rough out. So, <laughs> so we'll let's talk about that though. Um, so there's a difference, right? You got smooth leather and you got rough out, right? Where it's kind of like a suede or a fuzzy kind of leather on the outside. Let's talk about some key differences in taking care of those, uh, and the differences. Yeah. So surprisingly, they're really the same in taking care of them. The rough out, um, function wise, you know, it just doesn't scratch as easily. And we've actually seen it hold up a little bit better for sure uh, than the smooth, uh, which is, which is interesting. So that's why we, you know, we do go with the rough out version, uh, but it's totally, totally up to everybody. Like, so if if they want smooth, no problem. We do smooth, uh, smooth. You can just polish it up, shine it up, make it look, you know, shiny, clean, whatever. Um, but yeah, taking care of it, you really, it is exactly the same. The only thing with the rough out, um, which is totally not necessary, but you can do it is taking a suede brush to it, uh, like a wire, uh, a brass wire bristle brush and and, you know, just really rough it up again and kind of scratch it out, get all the dust out. Um, and it's not necessarily like a high maintenance thing at all. You don't even have to do that. But that's one thing that if you want to, you can. Yeah. But really, it's the same. It takes oil, it takes oil the same. Uh, it's just as water resistant. Yeah. It's not it's any smooth. more water. Yeah. It doesn't take water worse than the smooth does. People yeah. think that that's not true. Yeah. You know, it's it's all really the same. Yeah. So you mentioned oiling there. I mean, it's since we're talking about oiling boots, what is the proper way to do it? Because that's a big question everybody's asking. Like, hey, how do I oil my boots? I mean, yeah. how do we do this? What's the yeah. proper way? So the the liquid leather oil is, I think, the best thing that you can use. Um, and a lot of them will come with like a swab already inside. If it doesn't, it's totally okay. Just grab a rag and go yeah. for it. But really, you oil it with just one solid coat. What that means is you're not going over the same spot like a bunch of times. You just really need to go over over it one time because the liquid seeps in really well. And then that's it, man. You just go for it and you stay away from two spots. You stay away from the eyelets or the, the hooks in the eyelets, the hardware. Yeah. Because otherwise, if you oil them, they'll soften up and pull out. You don't want that. So you stay away from the eyelets and then you also stay away from the edge of the sole. Yeah. So that means that you're not putting the boots laying down and oiling the side, the edge, the outsole. Okay. Like the, uh, the spot between like the rubber, you know how like the construction, yeah, like, you have, like the rubber and yeah. then the leather and then yeah. the yeah. rubber again. Yeah. 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 Don't oil that edge. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what, um, what does that do? Get, does it just break down faster? Or? It, it doesn't break down. It, it's just, it's totally unnecessary. There is no benefit to have it there. So I, the idea behind oiling is that you're preserving the leather. Well, 
on the bottom and, and to make a soft, you know, wrap around your, your foot and, and leg nicely. The, that the side of that leather has no benefit. So you're not, you're just wasting number one, you're wasting your oil by getting it down there. Cause you're not, you're not helping the leather. It's a really thick oak tan leather. It doesn't need oil. Same thing with the base. It doesn't need any oil. It's not going to make it last any longer. It's not going to do anything for you. So number one, you're wasting oil, which sucks because then you got to buy more. And number two, it also sometimes will delam the rubber mm-hmm. uh, from the leather. Yeah. So the, the rubber <laughs> to leather doesn't like oil. So that's why we always say just don't oil that spot. You're not getting any benefit. It's not helping you. It's just totally a waste. So yeah. Stay away from those two spots. Yeah. I've actually seen it where guys will send their boots back in and because they oiled like the heel, the leather, the leather stacked heel or that, you know, those layers um, in the sole there, like it'll actually start to separate because the leather, the oil seeps in and starts to literally like, you know, delam all that stuff. So don't, don't put anything there at all. Yeah. Okay. And now what about the insides, like the, uh, the tongue, that really thin piece of leather on the tongue and yeah, the insides yeah. of it, what do you do with that stuff? So the, the tongue, absolutely. You can oil from the outside, you know, right there where your false tongue is, where your laces are at. Cause that gets dry and can crack. So absolutely. You can do it anytime that you do the rest of the boot. Um, but you don't need to oil the inside of the boot basically at all. Um, like the footbed, absolutely not. Sometimes what I tell guys is like from the beginning, like the first time you get them on, you can oil like the inside of the ankle area a little bit just to soften them up. But outside of that, you don't need to oil the inside ever. Okay. And now what about like water? So we're oftentimes, well, I guess in the winter, sometimes we'll take them out and run them in the snow or the rain, or we'll be crossing a river or something like that. What do you do in the case that your boots are just waterlogged from marching through water? Right. So I would say first thing is if, if you know ahead of time that you're going to be going through conditions like this, which most of the time they probably don't. But if you know ahead of time, I would say throw an extra coat of oil over the boots just for the sake of that, because the oil actually will make the water slide off the boots a lot easier. Um, sometimes in this rare case, I'll tell guys, like, if you've got some grease, even, you know, and you know, like guys in Alaska, for example, you know, you're going to be going through like swamps and stuff, throw some grease over the, the toe area and then kind of around there. And that'll pretty much keep all the water off the leather. Um, now, if you don't know, and you do end up going through, you know, muds, mud and puddles and stuff, and the boots get soaked, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Our boots are really, really water resistant. So your feet should still be pretty dry. They might get a little bit wet just because it's leather but in that case um you know obviously get them home and just get all the mud and dirt off of them as much as you possibly can get a damp rag get all the mud off if you if you got a um, rough out you can get that brush brush all the dirt off all that stuff get that all out of there and then just let them dry like room temperature in your house and um, you can even after you clean them, throw some light oil over them just to, because, you know, as they dry out of the leather, the leather might kind of start to like, like get weird shaped and stuff just because the, as the moisture is leaving it, it might kind of start to just get a little weird there. It might get a little hard and crusty. So to avoid that, after you clean them, throw some light oil uh, oil over them and that'll really help them to stay soft and, and, and like normal and it won't let the leather get all hard and crusty. That was kind of like prevent it from shrinking up because I know that a lot of people throw those things on like the, the peat dryers or whatever. Uh, throw those them. aren't bad, yeah. Those aren't bad? Yeah, well, okay. No, they're on a low setting. Yeah. If, yeah. It, if it has a setting, some of them don't. I know that. But um, the usually the high setting or next to a fire Bad idea. It's going to really hurt the boots. You don't want to do that. Speaking of which, I I wouldn't recommend kicking your feet up by a campfire, Um, you know, like right by it. It's just a bad idea because I know guys like to do that and everything, but it's just not good because the heat will like literally 
start to deform them, you know, and there's so much heat coming to them at one time. And it's just like, it'll, it's just not good. You know, it's not a good thing for them. You know, yeah. uh, walking in ash pits and through flames is different because you're on the move and you know, your feet are moving and you're in there. So it can't really do anything. But if you just prop your feet up by the fire, it's kind of not a good thing, especially for like just, you know, that portion right there around the toe. And a lot of times I've seen guys like um, take their boots and leave them by the heater overnight. Like, I don't think that's the best idea either. I think room temperature is, is good. Yeah. Well, that, uh, the excess heat will cause them to shrink up, especially if you're not moving in them. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's why like when you're fighting fire, the heat is not a problem because you're in them, you're moving, you know, it's not an issue, but if you're just kind of stationary or you throw them and leave them by the fire or something, it's just not a good thing. Yeah. Okay. And now what about uh leather preservative, like the, uh, like the wax kind of substance that you put on your boots, would you recommend using that every once in a while? The leather preservative LP? Right, right. I personally like the oil more than the LP because I feel like the oil like saturates the leather because I feel like the leather's thirsty and like it wants to drink, you know, the wax kind of just sits on top. Um, and so I don't like it as much. It's not a bad thing. It's not bad by any means. I just think the oil is better. Gotcha. Okay. So that's a hell of a lot about boots. We got all the things going on about boots. Let's talk about you guys. Let's talk about your background in fire, how long you've been serving the fire community and what you guys are doing for the community. Let's talk about that. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we officially, you know, opened up and started in 2000, in 2006. Um, so that's almost what, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to count, but that's <laughs> not my strong suit. Either. A while. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's when we officially started and you know we've been serving a lot of guys since then and a lot of guys are just really happy you know a guy will just come in and say hey man thank you guys for doing what you do don't go anywhere please don't you know change or, or anything like that so we get a lot of that so that's what we've been doing um you know we we've been having a really good time meeting a lot of these awesome awesome people it's been one of my personal favorite parts of, of being here and doing this is just meeting so many awesome people, man. It's, it's so amazing and inspiring how many great men and women that we have in our, in this country that are just love quality. They love family. They love their country, man. It's awesome. It's so inspiring. So that's one thing I love. Um, but you know, you ask what we're doing for the community. I would just say being who we are, staying, uh, in an attitude of just serving people, yeah. that's, that's really what we're, what we're trying to do. Um, you know, we like to get involved here and there with something going on, maybe like a, a sponsorship or there's some kind of event going on. We like to do that once in a while. Um, so, you know, that's a, that's just a nice thing we like to do sometimes, but yeah, yeah that's what I would say is the biggest thing that we've been doing. The, the most recent thing we did was this, um, uh, the wildland firefighter nomination thing, which right. was awesome. That was cool, man. Yeah. 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 That was an idea that we just kind of had where it's like, hey, you know, we, we would love to honor somebody um, that just has been awesome. That just was yeah. exemplary that just, you know, like really put it all out there. And, and we did that. We threw out a post. We did a little video like, hey, you know, nominate your buddy who for some reason deserves to, to just get a free pair of boots because, you know, we they're they're valuable. It's awesome. And so um, a lot of people responded. That turned out really, really cool. And we had a winner. Um, and 
I actually was just on the phone with him the other day and he's super excited. He's going to come over and get fitted. And you know, his story was cool. Like he's this younger guy and really stepped up in leadership and was leading a bunch of engines and crews. And you know, at a really young age and it was just really, really cool. Like 15 guys nominated him or something like that. So it was really, really awesome. So uh, that was really cool. And then we like to go around to kind of like our um, academies and stuff like that and be there for the guys who need boots and, you know, obviously meet all the soups and meet all the captains and all that kind of stuff. And so locally we we're, we're pretty known just like ourselves. And then we, we travel every now and then sometimes, but we pretty much stay around here. Yeah. You guys just did like a massive road show. Uh, you guys were in like Arizona, California, Colorado. You guys were just like, I saw like little blips of where you guys were popping up. I'm like, God, what are these guys doing? It's, it's, it's really only like this time of the year where it gets busy, but like there, there was a, a wildland Academy in Arizona. Mm. Um, there was one in New Mexico. And then, um, there's another event that we go to in Northern California. And then that was, that was honestly it. And it just kind of all happened when it was like all at the same time, but it just, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. We like to stay home for the most part. I don't blame you. I do too. Especially in light of certain things going around. Right. <laughs> don't yeah, want right. somebody right. to cough yeah, up. Yeah. We finished up before the whole Corona thing took off. So that literally was literally like, yeah. 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 Oh man. Have you guys been, uh, <laughs> like taking any heat for that? I mean, you guys are still open for business, but maybe not, not like walk-in business per se. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest concern is obviously the, the walk-in stuff. That's why we're, you know, not, not open for that part, but he, no, definitely a lot of people are ha- really happy that we're still, yeah, um, they're actually happy we're still making boots because yeah. guys need their boots now. Yeah. And oh, yeah. so what's nice, what's nice about it for us is that we don't have a lot of people here. That's, that's the biggest thing going, you know, this nice for us is like, it's not a problem at all. It's just yeah. family. And there's only just a, a handful of us here, just a few of us. And so that's, it's, it's not an issue for us. Social distancing. We're keeping it. We're keeping the social distancing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, that's cool, though. You guys are actually, you know, getting out and uh, mingling with the crowd before, you know, pre-corona, of course. Yeah. No, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. And definitely shout out to uh, Dirty Steve, Dirty Steve 317 for that's right. uh, yeah, winning yeah. the uh, the nomination, man. Is you uh, definitely give your, your homies some love because they made that's it happen right. for you. Yeah. And we're going to do it again um, in the spring of next year. Same idea. We just love that and yeah. we love honoring someone and, um, and just hearing the stories of what guys go through and what they do for for their for their crew, for their yeah. team. It's really, really cool. Honestly, it's like every guy that was nominated, like you could write a book about it or something. Like it was really, it was really awesome. Very cool. Really cool. Yeah. That's so, definitely really cool. cool. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely like a lot of uh, people out there in the industry that go unrecognized and unnoticed. So to everybody totally. out there, definitely shout out to you guys for making it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, just, it's our pleasure. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So fire season is fast approaching Corona or not fire season will be here. So right. what are you guys looking at for like lead times on a pair of boots? Right. So they're still really good. They're same. Uh, like they've always been. We, we have an expedited line. That's just an, an, something that you need really, really, really fast where we're doing right around two to two and a half weeks for that one. Uh, and then we have just a, a regular expedited line. That one's three weeks. And then if you're not in a hurry, then six to seven weeks, you should have a pair of boots. Yeah. And then we have obviously some um, just in stock for the simple guys out there ready to go pre-made ones. Yeah. So we, we kind of, account for the the rush ahead of time as, as best we can so we want to get prepped and be ready and uh, make sure that we're ahead of the curve when it does get really 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 crazy gotcha and like i said man that's that's definitely important so if you guys are listening right now and you guys are in desperate need of a pair of boots like good boots definitely hit up yeah. the boys over here at jk yeah <clears throat> that's right yeah so um but what was i gonna say um 
Oh yeah. So the custom boot thing is like, what is average lead time on a custom pair of boots? Like say someone has like a weird shaped foot or like one of those things that, you know, you have to do an actual custom. What are are you looking for that? So same, same thing. Just like you said, like the, the, the difficulty of the job doesn't affect the time. So we're still able to get a really, really custom fit done. Like if, if it's a really, really custom job and he still needs them in the two, two and a half week, we can still make that. Like we, we, we work overtime, we put in the hours, you know, we're, we're our own bosses in a sense. So we can work anytime that we need to work. And so we we still get it done in time. Nice. And, and, yeah. we, and we always ask for a little bit of flexibility too with that. Cause like we, we really love to work with a guy who's just positive and totally. understanding because yeah. this is a hands-on thing. We're physically doing this and it's super, super rare that you're going to get someone who's just really just like difficult. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how to, say it but yeah. it's rare man that's like the one percenter and yeah. for those guys you know it, it is what it is we try and do our best and work with them but for the most part we're pretty good with our lead times we're always on it but we just love working with a guy who's like understands sometimes things happen sometimes something comes up you yeah. can't expect it you don't know yeah. and we just call a guy and say hey man you know this this is going on because of this this and that and he's like okay not the end of the world we love that and yeah Totally. hundred percent. And we're very personable. So when you call, you get one of us, um, you know, emails, we do our best to respond as promptly. And so literally at the end of the day, it's, it's just a couple people here, you know? And so we're, we're trying our best to get to everybody and, and make sure that we're talking to everyone and spending good amounts of time with every, every customer, every guy, every girl seeing what they need. And so we're very personable in that way. I, I always tell people like, you know, we're very chill, um, call, text, DM, like no problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So excellent customer service, man. That's something that you could actually, you can hang your hat on, man. Cause a lot of people don't have that. We, we pride ourselves on that. We really like doing a good job. And I just, I feel like it was more him that showed this to me, but like, um, I, we would like me personally experiencing bad customer service, like at another place, like anything in life. Right. I would think, man, I would really suck. That would really, that's a sucky feeling. Like, I don't want to feel that way. And, and us running a, running this thing, like we don't want our guys to feel that way. We, we don't want our, our girls to feel that way. So it's like, you know, like just treat someone the way you want to be treated type, type response to that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like we're, you know, normal people too. I'm, I'm a customer for a lot of different other things. So I obviously get the other side of the stick too. You know, I see what it's like being treated this way and that way. And then there's some times where I get treated away and I'm like, dude, that is amazing. I want yeah. to be just like something that. to look so, up to. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's how we kind of choose how to behave. And then there's, there's, like I said, there's a very, very, very small amount of time, a very small margin where it's just like, you know what, this is a little too far. We don't, you know, but that's super rare, super small, but for the most yeah. part, you know, it's kind of more like a family attitude. Hey, yeah. Yeah. You can always talk some through. There's never a bad situation. There's never, you know, a dead end. There's never a, I'm out of here kind of attitude. It's, you can always talk stuff through and yeah. really get yeah. down to it. And we, we've made mistakes before and we always make, make things up. You know, I can count on my hands the amount of times that something just didn't work out, but we always fix it and make it right because it's people We're people like, yeah, we're, we're just trying to do a good job. So, yeah, that's a good thing. That's, that's a very good thing, man. Um, yeah. Quality build, excellent customer service. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like you get what you pay for with boots. That's for definite. That's like a, a, an inevitability right there. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of price, what do you average for like a, a pair of your standard fire boots, the inlanders, right? 
right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so a 10 inch top, so that, that's the most common. 10 inches going up your calf is 529. But then it changes just based on, you know, options. So if someone wants taller tops, different colors, you know, toe cap, you know, horned, whatever, you know. And so you can totally, it's, it's all on our website. You can put together what you'd kind of like or ask questions, you know, email us, call us or whatever. But that's the most common thing that we see, the 10 inch fire boot basic style with you know not a whole bunch of crazy options is 529 but a lot of times a lot of guys go above and beyond they want the ultimate ultimate set and we're here for the that setup. yeah yeah and we're, we're here for that as well so whatever whatever anyone wants to do we're, we're, we're down perfect and that's the thing too it's like um with that price the 529 that's actually not bad guys so you get what you pay for and the longevity that you're going to get out of a pair of quality hand-built boots yeah. that's made out of quality construction materials, you're definitely going to get a lot of mileage out of there. So instead of paying $200 a year for you know crappy boots that are going to fall apart, well, now you've just invested $600 bucks is for something that's going to last you six, seven yeah. years. Exactly. Exactly. hundred percent. And, and it's comfortable, you know, you know, the 200 stuff might be a lot cheaper, but the whole season you're just, you're suffering, you know, and stuff. So that the comfort thing, you can't really even so many times guys have said like, it's priceless. You can't put a price on having awesome, comfortable, dependable footwear. Like I can't even imagine myself being out there in the middle of nowhere and like your boots just you go, they just go to crap. Like, what are you supposed just to do? Great. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? That's just like probably the worst scenario ever. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, man. Invest in your future. I think that's a, a, a takeaway from this whole discussion too, is it really invest in your future. If you're going to be serious about fighting fire and serious about this job, invest in a serious pair of boots. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of boots, what else do you guys have coming down the line as far as like new stuff and new products, anything cool coming down the line? We always like staying like, um, have like a vigilant eye to something, a new little feature or a new little option that we can do with the boots. You know, just a more recent one we did was the horned option, which, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily, uh, you know, necessary for fire, but it's an option there. So Um, what's horned? Like, uh, like corks or... Yeah, so it's two small corks uh, on the bottoms uh, right of the boot, arch. right under the, in between the heel and um, and the, the sole part. So that's kind of just a cool little feature. Where it, it's some I, I don't even know how we came about it. That was our dad. Our dad came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just a cool little idea. We tried it. It worked great, and you know it it works really well. A lot of people really like it. Not for everybody, definitely, but some guys really love it and it works well. So that's just an example. We always like keeping you know keeping our eye out for a new feature, a new way to do something to yeah. be better. Yeah, totally. Um, well, so. we're always trying to get better, even though we have a great product. We always want to make it better. And yeah, in terms of new stuff, I mean, we're always like he said, keeping an eye out for something different, little features and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I've had guys requests you know, cool little custom things like knife pockets, um, you know, sheaths, um, you know, even like, um, for leathermans, you know, like, uh, for tools and stuff for your chainsaw, things like that, like little pockets like that on, on boots and stuff. Yeah. So we, we do things like that. Yeah. Um, aside from that, you know, belts, but, oh yeah, we started belts. belts. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. You can get a really, really nice belt, man. That's pretty much way nicer than anything else you can find out there. It's a, basically it's the same leather we use to build out. It is the same boot leather. Yeah. And, and then as we line it with a really nice liner and you literally can, you know, walk around and say, Hey, I got a, a, my boots and my belt and my belt is made out of the same hide, the same cow that my boots are made out of, which is a really cool thing. Yeah. 
And so it's really quality stuff, yeah. nice hardware, it just lasts forever. So yeah. Some of the other things we do is like I had a couple of guys, um, they have like cowboy boots that they want to throw the lug soles on. Mm-hmm. And so we, we do that. I mean, you can, you can send in your cowboy boots and we can throw a pair of lug soles on them. And then like um, for your packs and stuff, like the mystery ranch packs and stuff, like repairs and, you know, if you tore straps and what like whatnot, things like that. We've, we've repaired those kinds of things too. So I think a lot of guys don't really know about that, but you know, yeah. it's worth it if you got a good pack and you want to keep it going, you can send it in with your boots and we'll fix it. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. Uh, I didn't yeah. know you guys did that. That's, that's pretty bad. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we do cool. a ton of little repairs like that. Yeah, I think it's a hidden gem that we which have here. We should probably post about that. Probably, I, I, yeah. I would because not a lot of people know that. Um, what about like Nomex and stuff? You ever thought about like repairing Nomex, like our uh, like fire resistant pants? Yeah, I don't know. We well, we've done already some. Of we've those. done that. Yeah, okay. it just hasn't gained that much traction. Don't know why. Thought it would, but hey, maybe people just don't know about. Maybe it. Maybe they just don't know. Yeah, send it on some shirts already. And, yeah. Oh, and then we will have JK Boots merch soon. Yeah. Very, very soon. Very, very soon. We are working on that. We just want to get it perfect. So we're getting on that. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. You guys uh, are just thinking about making like some uh, Stetsons because I know a dude in Southern California, Adam Tinker, (laughs) shout out. He's a, he's a, he's a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Might be an urban one, but he's, he grew up rodeo. And so you definitely Uh, understand stuff like that. I don't know. We'll have to think about that one, yeah. but we, we want to do some like <laughs> one thing at a time. Yeah, one thing at a time. We want to do some like some snapbacks, some shirts, some sweaters, uh, maybe a windbreaker, things like that. Yeah. Hell yeah, man! That's awesome. Well, guys, I think that's about the time point of the show. Uh, cool. Awesome, awesome information. And uh, yeah, if you guys need some excellent boots, where can we find you? Uh, JKBoots.com, Instagram at JKBoots. Call us. Our email, our, our email us, our phone number is all on Google. It's on our website. Anytime, yeah. feel free. Email is general at jkboots.com. Phone number is 509-487-0154. And if you get lucky enough uh, to meet someone who has my cell, they, te- they text us. You can text me. Totally fine. No problem. Awesome. Awesome information. So at the end of the show, I usually uh, like to give out the opportunity for you to give a shout out to a homie, hero, mentor, multiple, few, whatever, man, take it. Uh, I would say one of our very first um, online orders, which I'll never forget, a uh, shout out to Roy Vega. Uh, he used That's to be right. on San Juan Hot Shots. Awesome. Now he's um, at Pagosa Springs, I think. <laughs> Guy's amazing. Um, heck of a guy. He, if, he, if anyone should get nominated someday in the future, is this guy. This dude's a legend. Um, another one would be Hector Madrano. I, th- I forgot what crew he's on, but he's a hot shot, longtime vet. So those two guys right there. Hell yeah. Awesome guys. Well, thanks for uh, being on the show and dropping some knowledge bombs on how to take care of your boots and what you should be looking for in a pair of boots. And if you guys that are listening, guys and girls that are listening, if you guys need some boots, some kick ass boots, hit up JK. Thanks man. Appreciate it. Good to be back, man. Anytime guys, we'll get you back on the show again. Awesome. Sounds good. Later guys. Take care, man. All right, guys, there you go. Another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast is in the books with JK Boots. Tim, Will, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And it's uh, I think it's pretty cool that people find out what boot making is all about because now it gives a little bit of a background as to what goes into the whole process. I think it's cool. Uh, we also talked about the fit, uh, why it's important to you know invest in your feet well, obviously, I think it's I think it's obvious because you're going to be on your feet so damn much during your career. So you get what you pay for, guys. 
And if you're going to pay for something that's rather expensive, you might as well invest in something that's going to last, something that's comfortable and something that's going to make you uh, be able to work through your entire fire season. So guys, if you need some boots, check out JK Boots. And I want to throw a disclaimer in there too. These guys aren't paying me or anything like that. I am a big fan of these guys just because I believe in their product. These guys are American made. They are like the quintessential American dream when it comes to like, I don't know, coming to America and starting your own company and being successful. And I have an immense amount of respect for that and they take pride in their work. So you guys think I'm getting paid from these guys? Well, I'm, I'm not. I just like their stuff and I believe in them. So with that being said, uh, make sure you guys share this. Make sure you guys tell your friends. Go over there and show uh, JK Boots some love because they actually give back to our community and their customer service is freaking awesome. It's killer. But anyways, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. Uh, keep uh, sharing the Anchor Point podcast. Tell your friends. Uh, go back through some older episodes and brush up on what we had to say with some of our uh, subject matter experts uh, previously. It might help you out. It might, uh, might change your mind on some things. And uh, yeah, if you guys got a chance, swing by old iTunes and give us a rating. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Peace.